Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hi friends, this is Eunice. Thanks for joining me. Today I just wanted to talk about emotions and just the journey that the Lord has brought me on in terms of accepting my emotions and not stuffing them down anymore. So if you think about it in Genesis, it says that the Lord made man in his image. And when you look throughout scripture, you see different emotions that the Lord experiences. He experiences happiness, he experiences joy, he experiences peace. He also experiences grief and sadness. And if you think about it, something that often our culture teaches us, at least this is how I grew up, is you know, tears and crying, it's a sign of weakness. It shows that you are weak. And that is a mindset that the Lord challenged in me in my 20s. I realized I, instead of processing sad emotions, I would just stuff, stuff, stuff it down until like maybe one day a year in private, it would just like burst out. But I would never be able to show other people that I had just bawled my eyes out for an hour. I would just pretend like nothing happened. And something that God has showed me is to really embrace my emotions. He is the one who put our emotions in us and he wants us to process them in a healthy way. So in counseling in my 20s, my counselor helped me to see that I really looked at emotions like sadness very negatively and I would really just stuff it down and I would judge people. And I, I, I forgive me because it's embarrassing to say, but I would judge people when they would like cry in front of other people and I would look at them as weak. And the Lord, through my counselor, really challenged me about that mindset. Is it actually weakness? And if it is, what's wrong with that? The world wants us to be strong, but in scripture it actually says, I'll read to you from 2 Corinthians 12. It says, verse nine, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults in hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The reason why I wanted to talk to you guys about this today is because I think a lot of us grew up with um, negative mindsets about processing our emotions and especially concerning tears. Another scripture I want to share with you is Psalm 56, 8. It says, you keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. One day years ago, I was scrolling through Facebook and a Facebook friend wrote this. And at the time she gave me permission to share this. She said, food for thought. If tears mean weakness to man, why would God value them enough to collect them? Perhaps they're more valuable than we think. And I thought that was such a profound statement. 
as I prayed about it, I really felt like, what is it the Lord wants to do with our emotions? And why is it that the enemy is so quick to try to shut down our emotions? And I think the reality of it is, is when we shut our emotions down, when we keep bottling things up inside and we don't process it, that's when the unhealthy reactions and responses come out. And that's when, honestly, some of us sin. Like, think about it. If you're bottling up your anger, where the, the Bible actually says, um, in your anger, do not sin. Now, for me, I realized anger is not the issue. It's when you are sinning in your anger when you're you know responding in negative ways to people when you're lashing out at people that is when you are your anger is turning into sin and so anger itself is not actually the sin the sin is when we are you know responding negatively after um you know we haven't really processed that anger and so then we're like saying really mean things to our spouse maybe or to our kids or like lashing out at this person and that person it's in those ways that our anger becomes sin it's not the anger itself and so that's something that the lord has really been challenging me over the years to embrace um and you know i'll just share a story from when i got healing in my 20s about it i actually met with a counselor and she is the one who pointed out that Eunice, do you realize like that you can't, you don't cry, you can't process your anger or your sadness, um, the emotions that you think that you need to just press down. And so in that counseling session, I remember surrendering my emotions to the Lord and, and giving the Holy Spirit permission to work in my emotions. Now that was pretty scary for me, but um, you know, the Lord always, a test will come after you have had a breakthrough in your counseling sessions. And so just a few months after that, um, I remember my husband, when he was a pastor, we were meeting with this woman and she was really angry at us about the way that we were leading different things at the church. And one of the things that she said was like, Eunice, you're such a sexist and you're this and that. And she's like this. And then I started crying. And I remember saying to her, hey, I'm crying, but you can keep talking. I am just processing what you're saying. So I remember saying that to her and her response was, look at you, I cannot bring anything up to you because whenever I do, you just start crying. And in that moment, I felt like the Lord said, Eunice, are you gonna listen to her words and?" go back to your old ways and stuff your emotions down because right now you're feeling attacked and for me in that moment as I was feeling attacked how I was processing that emo like that feeling of vulnerability was through my tears and in that moment I felt like the Lord was like are you going to regress back to how you used to be or are you going to cry even though you look foolish in front of this woman <laughs> And that was a hard moment for me, but I just said, Lord, in my head, I was like, Lord, I'm gonna, I wanna walk out my healing. Like, this is a huge breakthrough for me. And so that meeting didn't end that great. And, um, and that's a story for another day. <laughs> but what I feel like I received that day was a huge breakthrough, is that I wasn't gonna 
care about how another person looked at me. I was gonna process my emotions in a healthy way so that I could start walking in greater health and in greater health. And something that was awesome the Lord reminded me is I turned, I'm 41, I turned 40 and a beautiful friend had a really awesome little birthday party for me and she had people praying for me. And one of the comments that a woman said that she found so encouraging about me is she said, Eunice, I love it when you weep in front of people and when you share revelation about the Lord and, it, and you share it in tears. And she was saying how it really always touched her heart when I would share different words the Lord had given. Because often I'd be, when the times I did that, I honestly would be sobbing. Sometimes I'm sharing just because I could feel the Lord's heart for different groups of people. And I would be sobbing and I'm snotting here and I'm like sniffling there. And it's funny that she brought that up because I feel like it was a reflection of how much the Lord has taken me on my journey. Because in reality, when I was young, um, you know, in my teens and early 20s, I was embarrassed to cry in front of people. I judged people who would cry because in, in public because I was like, dang, they're weak. Like, that's literally what I would think. But I thank God that he has transformed me and he has transformed me and humbled me and that I don't think like that anymore because I realized that something like even crying is a human emotion that he gave us to help us process through grief and sorrow and sadness and disappointment. And really it's healthy for us to release those things to him instead of just stuff, stuff, stuffing it until it it, it comes out in a burst of anger. Um, so that's just something I wanna share with you guys because I feel like it's an important lesson in this time because honestly, this coronavirus season has brought a lot of disappointments for people. Graduations were canceled. Um, you know, graduation parties were canceled. This year, birthday parties, a lot of people's birthday parties are canceled. And we know a lot of people whose weddings have been um, not canceled, but like, you know, they've had to change the date around, they've had to change the location around, they've had to change the numbers around. There's a lot of disappointment in a lot of people's lives right now, sadness even, and grief. And so whether it's yourself or your spouse or your kids, I just encourage you, like let those tears roll out, cry out to the Lord because he hears you. He is collecting your tears and he loves you dearly. And he really gave you your tears as a way to process in a healthy way. And so I encourage you with that thought. I think it's really important in parenting to never shame our kids when they're having a hard day or a sad day or they feel embarrassed by something and they start crying. I do not care how old your kids are, whether they are you know, a newborn baby or when the, whether they're a teenager processing through disappointments or sadness. Let them um, process their emotions in a healthy way. Let them find a safe shoulder to cry on, um, you know, a safe parent to lean on. And as we do this as a family, I feel like, um, and we as people, whether you call a friend and just cry that day, cry your heart out to them, I feel like the Lord brings healing to us in those ways. 
And so I bless you with this thought and I bless you that you could just have um, just a healthy way to process all the different changes this season has brought. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.